Are you ready to talk about non-fungible tokens, Teague? Look at this. What a, a, is that what it's called? It's going to be a fucking wild ride today. Non... The NFTs. Non-fungible tokens. What's Token, fungible? Tokens so impressive that they cannot be funged. What the fuck is funged? You don't know what fungible means? Mm-mm. Fungible, look it up. Fungible is like... Uh, I should totally have such a jackass for saying that. I, I'm, I feel sorry already. Um, Just explain. Fungible. <laughs> I will. Uh, do I even understand what fungible... Fungible means the actual... The, I, I feel Can you like use it, it in a sentence? Yes. Can I? <laughs> Maybe. Of goods contracted for without an individual specimen being specified, able to replace or be replaced by another identical item mutually interchangeable. Okay. But it is by no mean the world's only fungible commodity. Is a way to use it. Like a right. sentence. Yeah, something that's completely unique and can't be replaced with a, a similar thing of the same. Mm. If you tried to make it the exact same thing and replace it, it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's same, it, same, but different, basically. Yeah. The Vietnamese term. Same, yeah. same, but different. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be talking a whole lot about NFTs today. <laughs> we're on shirts. That's great. Okay, again, the, uh, the, the subject of the introductions that don't exist mm-hmm. that comes up, rears its ugly head. Mm. Um, yeah, we got to come up with something. How to start this. Yeah, we got to come up with something here. 39 well, times, we got to figure something <laughs> We both have to, and also, I feel like it's a strength of the podcast at the same time. <laughs> so I really don't know what to do in this case. You know mm. what I mean? It's so hard to tell. You know, when you do this kind of stuff, and you're not like... You haven't been like doing media for like 10 years. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, So you don't really have... You know, you're sort of... You're figuring out your identity, figuring out your sense of self. And a lot of the times, in a lot of cases where things become successful, you really don't know where... I'm mean, Not that we will become successful, although I would love to. Uh, you really don't know what part is responsible. Right. Which part of the success is the fungible part mm-hmm. versus the non-fungible part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There's some good news. Bam. Um, you're gonna try, you got to slip it in five more times in this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I don't understand it. Well, dude, that's the nearly fucking NFTs. Enough. That's like one of the topics. It'll be super easy. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I, I, well, we already have three NFT articles, so that's that's three right there. Dude, and right? you got one there, so... Yeah, we got one there. You're good. We just get, if, if we haven't gotten a fifth one by the end, we'll have to just... We'll, just, we'll, we'll slip something in in post, maybe. I don't just know. Just fucking say it. Um, but yeah, welcome back. Uh, happy to happy to be here. Welcome to the studio, Teague. Let me welcome you to the studio. Thank you. That thank is in no me. way something that doesn't belong to me, but is in fact created by the holodeck as soon as we sit down and put the podcast equipment together. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess this is uh, this is for lack of a better one. This is going to be the Christmas episode. Um, Fucking Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, the post-launch content is going to go up after. Right. We'll be taking, we'll take a little break, take our Christmas vacation, or, or New Year vacation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we've got the, we'll put the post-launch content up, episode up for you. I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty solid. All right. Um, there's something that comes from when you remove the, um, the pressure of having an actual list of topics, mm-hmm. and you just let ourselves, it was so refreshing to let ourselves talk. In the, in the same way that we did before we did this. Right, right. Like, I really, I mean, yeah, of course you can never take away the fact that you're recording, but, like, it felt way more organic and way more just... Yeah. Like, yeah. the reason why I suggested this in the first place, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Um, so, it, yeah, it was really nice to... That was a really nice conversation, and I really look forward to continuing that. Um, there's tons of shit we didn't talk about. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm just... Uh, all that to say, I'm looking forward to making more. Mm. And uh, there is an almost infinite amount of stuff to say about post-launch support. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I haven't given my Epic Destiny rant, too. So, mm. I gotta... That's been building so that's for a long... that's three episodes in itself? It might be. Yeah, it <laughs> might be. To come back to this episode, 
Welcome back to episode 39. I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. With me in the studio is uh, Teague Anderson. And Teague, I'll start this like my Destiny podcast that I don't listen to anymore. Teague, how are you doing today? Fantastic, Josh. How are you? <laughs> in a completely serious, in no way whatsoever, insincere method. No um, sass whatsoever. I'll also tell you that uh, I'm good. 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 And then say absolutely nothing more about myself. Good. So I guess to, to start things off... Um, I wanted to have a very, very brief discussion about the Game Awards, the, the, the VGAs, the Video Game Awards just happened with Jeff Keighley. There were some Video Game Awards. There were some Video Game Awards. They uh, happened. I don't want to pretend they didn't exist. I actually personally like award shows myself. I don't know. How do you feel about award shows? Don't like it. No? No. I like the okay. idea of it. I don't like what they've turned into. If you actually want to hear coverage of, of uh, or someone covering the Video Game Awards this year, I would definitely recommend Sacred Symbols' last episode. Okay. Uh, they cover it really well. Uh, I really like their take on... They point out how, you know, um, some interesting political stuff, like, for example, how Jeff Keighley uh, went out of his way to say how, you know, call out industry, I think, discrimination and... Um, uh, bad hiring practices, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, sexual discrimination, the, all the current stuff going yeah, on with virtue signal. Yeah, kind of virtue signal. Well, kind of. Yeah, I mean, particularly because he actually didn't call out any specific event or right. organization. He just did it in a very general. We don't like this sense, and it's like okay, uh, like fine, but Good. then also, <laughs> yeah. And to be clear, these are currently. I mean, I have opinions on this, but I'm not going to talk about them right now. These are just the opinions of the sacred symbols folks, right. which I do resonate with. Um, Colin was also pointing out how. He feels like this would go a lot uh, like over the heads of a lot of viewers or, you know, sort of quote-unquote normal people watching the Video Game Awards, like non-journalists. Um, but a lot of the show's seven-figure, allegedly seven-figure digit budget uh, was sponsored by Chinese interests, including the Tencent, you know, uh, gaming giant, mm-hmm. and which Colin refers to as effectively an arm of the communist government. Mm-hmm. I don't really think he's wrong. Um, and this other uh, gaming conglomerate or studio conglomerate that the name escapes me he said it it's something like it's two words I can't remember what it is uh, but basically these two entities between the two of them sponsored a really huge chunk of the budget for, for the, the VGAs right. and so it's like you know, he was just pointing out how Jeff Keighley has no problem calling out the random and non-specifically labeled like industry discrimination yet while also accepting tons of money from foreign interests without calling any attention to that whatsoever yeah. and just the sort of hypocrisy in this yeah. which I, I agree I, I feel that like it resonates with me well, I mean, just because, I mean, it, a virtue signal is one thing, you know, like, uh, that's whatever, taking money from other places, like, whatever, uh, everybody's sponsored, I don't know, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, pro- did Genshin Impact win? No, but Genshin Impact, Colin also noted, was figure, did figure heavily in the show, mm. presumably because of all this, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, like, Genshin Impact, I think it was maybe nominated for, like, one category. Okay. I think it was probably the mobile game category. Probably, right? right? But, but uh, all in all, yeah. I mean, like, I don't Thankfully, know. they didn't win. Yeah, just, I don't know. Just because they're funny, it doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. Um, well, I think that's a counterpoint that I actually needed to hear. That because they're funny, it doesn't mean it's not. Yeah, it, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, Collins, uh, uh, his political views are a little one-sided. Yeah, so no, it's it's nice to hear. You know. I mean, any anything from a communist government is not good, really. You know, but. Um, Funding It's something is, to be aware of. <laughs> yeah, funding least. is funding, you know? Like, uh, yep. And just because something is funded by... I don't know. I get the hypocrisy angle and whatnot, but at the same time, like, China's a huge market in the video game industry. 
Well, that's a good point. I mean, there yeah, are I mean, very com there could be very compelling uh, non uh, uh, what's the word non abusive reasons to do they, this. You they're, know what I mean? They're serious. They're serious. Or compelling non political reasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think a lot of people want to keep them happy. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. probably should Because again It's a huge amount of people Right I mean if you look at The amount of gaming companies that Like the amount of games That are in our daily lives As a result of Tencent's ownership Because Tencent Really is a Incredibly massive They just bought Yeah they just bought uh, Did they buy Valve Or specifically Turtle Rock They okay, bought Turtle, Turtle Rock, Rock The developers of Back for Blood mm -hmm. just, This just happened Like two days ago Right They're fucking massive yeah. Like it's insane I mean the amount of games That we know and love That have their um, Sort of umbrella Over it I mean, you have a good point. Just from the perspective of, well, they are one of the biggest video game companies in the world, actually is maybe a good reason for them to fund the, the Amort show, right? Like, I mean, again, I, I'm non nefarious reasons is what I meant to say. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that it was 100% like, like, you know, oh, golden or anything, but I, at the same time, I don't. It doesn't mean necessarily bad shit to me. I don't know. Totally, that makes sense. Um, so, anyways, all that to say, uh, they actually do have a really good. They had a really nice breakdown of the show on the Sacred Symbols podcast, the episode that just aired. I would strongly recommend anyone who's curious, you know, just go listen to it. Um, yeah. They don't go into, like, all the things that won awards. They talk about some of them. Uh, they talk about a few of the games they liked. You know, it was a nice just general coverage. Yeah. Um, and I guess I wanted mostly to mention it just to not give people the impression that we're unaware of it. Or um, that we're fully covering it, right? Yeah. There's significantly more stuff out there. Yeah. Um, I am actually deeply uninterested in doing an entire show about the video game wars. I couldn't care less. Um, I'm like, interested, but more as a, like a consumer of just what won what. I'm interested know? in maybe a few and mentioning a couple, but doing an entire yeah. episode about it? Like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, no, for sure, for sure. I don't know. Yeah. That sounds rough yeah. to me. I felt better about... Um, I don't know why. It may, may have just been my podcast mind was in a different place, but I felt better about covering like games... Um, I was about to say GameSpot, uh, Gamescom, and uh, and E3. Right, right that was right. more exciting for me. Well, they're they're announcements, right? Yeah, like, um, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. It felt a bit more like in those cases, I was like sifting through a puzzle to try and find a solution. Okay, like as in like going through the whole massive show to be like, here's the key things that are really right. important. Yeah, I know what you're and saying. And why my opinion is relevant is because I'm going to be the one talking about these random. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like something like that. We'll do a really quick, uh, mm -hmm. just brief chat about it. Um, I guess Should I go first? Who, yeah, who won Game of the Year? Actually, completely blanking Was it, was it not it takes, it takes Two? I don't know, man Was it Haze Lights It Takes Two? I don't know I'm I've got the him, website I'm right here I just, I mean, just didn't want to cheat Because we're going with Yeah, it actually was It Takes Two It Takes Two the Which I think one? is ludicrous <laughs> Prison Escape one? No, I'd love to play that Oh, um, no, that's, that's a no way, way out. out Yeah, okay yeah. It Takes Two What's this it, one? It, it Takes Two is the follow-up By the same company Oh It's the one with the weird book That talks to you you know, like I, we discussed this on I want to say maybe E three or Gamescom. I can't mm. remember uh, when it was originally. They had a lot of footage about it. It's a two player cooperative game. I've actually played it. I I, I do think it's really good. Mm -hmm. um, it for sure is worthy of mention. I just don't it's think. Not game of the year. No, come on. I mean, the appeal is way too narrow to have. Like, no. Is it's, it a Chinese game? It's fucking ridiculous. No, <laughs> no. I, I don't think. I mean, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's a U.S. game. Well, um, I don't know. It's Hazelight Studios and EA. It's. Do you remember it now? It's mm -hmm. the one where like mm -hmm. there's. It had a lot of cringy elements, but the gameplay of the multi the multiplayer co op gameplay is really interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's um, a neat idea. Yeah, I actually I purchased the game uh, with my my girlfriend like 
four months ago, maybe? Um, we played a bit to begin with. We haven't gone back to it, but I would really like to go back to it. Hmm. It's one of those things that's like, I'm, I keep meaning to, to give it a go. Uh, there's really no reason why we didn't play more, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, but it was super fun. It's one of those games that like has a really cool, like, it's got a neat story. You wind your way through, you become small size. And you, it's like about a wife and a husband fighting, and they become miniature sized because of their like relationship issues. It's kind of like a fairy tale children's book. So your small size, which is a really great uh, sort of Deus Ex Machina for the fact that you're playing around in a mini, like your miniatures inside your giant house. Mm. So you're like wandering through all these like normal areas of a house that look really cool because they're modeled at like, you know, like the hammer is like 20 times the size of you kind of thing. It's like you're walking around a garage or a, or a, a um, like a uh, an office, uh, you know, right, kitchen, right. Yeah, yeah. like cool shit like that, and like finding ways to like make yourself jump through the toaster and be projectiled across the room onto like the spatula, which will throw you onto, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. That kind of shit, but done in a really good co-op way. Hmm. You're never doing the same thing, right? Like one person is like rolling the book down the thing, while the other is like I don't know, cranking a knob to like make something lower so you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. I get it. It's super good. It's just definitely way too narrow in appeal to yeah. be... Um, what the hell? And it still has wide appeal. It's just not wide appeal in the same way that, like, I don't know, Resident Evil Village, say, has. Or Deathloop, maybe, you know? Like, okay. these games would make more sense to me. Not that in, like, Death, Deathloop, it wouldn't be for, for the quality reason, but for the fact that... Originality. Thank you, yeah, for the, for the sake of originality. Uh, d- mechanics, you know, differentness, mm-hmm. AAA-ness. Mm-hmm. Like, um, It Takes Two to me is also, like... If it makes sense, not AAA enough to be a game of the year. Mm. I feel yeah, like that's an integral so. part. I don't know. Like Resident Evil Village would make sense to me. Uh, what were the other nominees? Metroid Dread would make sense to me. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily the best game of this year, but I wouldn't be like too shocked if it won. Yeah, I feel like it might it might have something special there. Hmm. Uh, I'm I, I am thinking about playing it, and then there's the other two. Like I don't feel that much regret about these, but I would love to. Um, like I'll maybe do that over the holidays. Uh, play Death uh, Death Loop. Loop Hero. <laughs> right, Loop Hero. <laughs> the other, other Loop game. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think sounds actually way better mechanically than... Well, I think Deathloop is really interesting, but Loop Hero sounds like an incredible game. More for you. Yeah, and also arguably more innovative mechanics, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, Deathloop is extremely strange. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't wait to get into it, man. Yeah. The actual awards themselves, like, it's... I, it Takes Two is a cool game to be highlighted. I'm happy about yeah. it. Like, yeah, yeah. It is cool that a co-op game gets some... Sp- like, a co-op couch game gets some spotlight. Right? Yeah, but like not Game on of the Year. Level. No, not Game of the Year. Like, I agree with you. I, I, I don't know. I, to me, it's weird. But whatever. I mean, you know, other stuff that I thought was cool in, in uh, things that won awards. I guess No Man's Sky getting a nomination for Best Community Support. I was like, yep, yeah, that is cool. I like that. Because that turned around quite a bit, right? They really deserve that. Yeah, yeah they earned They earned every penny of that nomination. There you go. That will probably bring them some money in some way. Here's hoping. Uh, here's hoping. Um, like, best, best Indie Game, Loop... Uh, they were all good nominations. Um, like... So Kenna Bridge of Spirits won it, mm-hmm. which I think looks like total garbage. But listen, a lot of people seem to like it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. But uh, but the nominations were cool. Twelve Minutes was a weird like puzzle adventure game that actually sounds like it's kind of terrible. But the idea was really neat. Like the execution did not work out. Okay. Uh, but the idea was really cool. Death Door that was a nomination, which I would love to be. I'm, uh, that's on my list. Mm-hmm. Loop Hero got a nomination. I'm, I'm desperately waiting to play Loop Hero. Both of these games are locked and loaded, ready to go on my Switch. Uh, and Inscription, which is the Daniel Mullins game, 
You know, Daniel Mullins, we went over this a bit. He made Pony Island. That's oh, yeah, super yeah, weird yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that weird burger game. No, that's... There's oh, wait, no, that was... Uh, yeah, that's sorry. Happy Happy Sample Burger Farm. And wasn't that like Animal Crossing or something? We're, oh, I'm mixing we're getting wires crossed games, with a bunch of... All yeah. of those super budget yeah. like, pieces yeah. of games that I would never play. Well, Pony Island mixed together. was a super weird one where like it looks like a game about making ponies jump over bridges mm -hmm. like a, a endless runner game but it's actually possessed by the devil and once you start playing it you realize you can't escape the game unless you go into the circuitry of the arcade game you're playing and like there's because there's somebody else trapped in the game too who's trying to get out mm -hmm. and like starts giving you pointers for like this is how you need to escape mm -hmm. and like keeps distracting satan so that you can like do other stuff it's super weird okay yeah. but it's really cool and it's by daniel mullins and he just did inscription which came out this year which is a weird card game it's it's a, it sounds like he's just a, i think he must be a fucking genius but it's like a weird card game it's getting really like mad good critical reviews i would love to play it it's again the issue of it's only on pc mm. And that's just kind of a no-no for me. Yeah. But um, it sounds amazing. It's both a really cool card game and also has that weird meta element where, like, at some point in time, the cards start talking to you. Mm, and, right, like, right, all right, this... Right. He, he does weird meta stuff really well. Uh, anyway, so I'm happy that that got a nomination, too. That category was cool. The other stuff is kind of what you would expect. Um, I guess, on a personal level, I was happy that Cyberpunk got a couple nominations. Mm -hmm. I think the game was really cool... I guess for me, the nomination for Best RPG of the Year was the one that I care about, because I do think it is quite a solid RPG. Uh, it's not the best game ever, but it is a really good RPG, and I think it does some, some really cool things that other games this year didn't. Fair enough. It also got a nomination for Best Sound and Music, and I think that's completely inappropriate. Really? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, the sound and music in the game is good, but it's not, like, mm -hmm. masterpiece level. Like, I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. a lot like I, I listen to it and I love flipping the radio stations but even you know the, from the beginning of when I played Cyberpunk I was like okay this radio shit is like cool but this is not on the level of like GTA Vice City okay you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. and what I was hoping for was that this was going to be my version of GTA Vice City in all respects right if that right. makes sense I never played Vice City but um, I, I do know that um, GTA 5 the talk radio is some of the best shit I've ever heard in my life. Right? Oh my god. I'm pretty sure they have JB Smoove on there. Maybe Danny McBride. They have some famous people in it though. It is some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. Some of the best writing. Like, it's so batshit crazy and amazing. It, like, I don't know. I actually enjoy listening to talk radio. It's the kind of thing that can make you play a game for that. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. that kind of shit can be good enough to make... Because part of the reason why Cyberpunk, to me, is so good is because the best aspect of it is the kind of driving around the city angle, I think. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the most fun. The city is a really... I would have given it art direction, personally. That's mm. what I think it should... Uh, that's a, a good category for it to, you know, get an award for, or at least be considered for. And I'm, I'm looking at this on a piece of shit PS4, right? Mm -hmm. um, I can't even fucking... I've seen the PS5 and the PS4 Pro footage, and, like, it looks spectacular. Mm -hmm. But, like, the city is so beautifully designed, and, like, navigating... Like, the, the, the roads are weaved together so elegantly. Like, it all makes sense, and it all feels perfect. And, like, listening to music while doing that, or, and or talk radio could have made that one of the greatest experiences in a game you can have. Right, right, right. And it's still good. 
it's just not quite the level of the GTA right. that really right. hit the... Uh, like, that game did it like no other, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, as far as I'm concerned. I don't even really know those games that well, but... Yeah, well, I, you can find clips of it on YouTube and shit of just, like, the nonsense. Yeah. Of, uh, yeah. The talk radio was the funniest thing ever on that show. It's on that fun. game. I, 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 I considered playing it for the... To, listen, to be able to listen to the radio. Really? Well, I mean, I heard, like, so I'm, I'm happy hearing about it from you, but for the longest time, my buddy uh, Matt, he was constantly telling me how incredible the GTA, I think it was the Vice City uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack was, including the talk radio. Mm-hmm. He was like, you can just have endless fun just listening to this. Like, the fact of listening to this radio station and Twitch switching between, because there were so many good ones. Oh, my God. Like, the shit that they say, though, it's like, holy fuck. It's, it's beyond, you know? Like, it's, it's I don't know. Um, I just remember hearing one not long ago, a guy talking about, they say AIDS came from fucking monkeys. I fucked a monkey, and I don't have AIDS. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck? No, dude, that's amazing. And Cyberpunk is trying so hard to hit that. You can tell that that's 100% mm-hmm. the influence. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't quite make the mark. Yep. It right. comes close, and it even does some cool shit. Like, for example, one of the radio stations, all the talk radio portion of it uh, is actually done by Mike Pondsmith, creator of Cyberpunk. Okay, okay. Which is super fucking cool. That's neat. Right? Like, that's an amazing way of doing a cameo. Um, but it just never hits that level. Mm. You know, it's never hits the hilarity level. It never hits the talk radio level. Mm. The music is, in some cases, pretty good, but never hits the quality benchmark that uh, GTA sets, uh, hits. GTA sets, excuse me. Yeah. Well, they spent like, like huge. They spent huge amounts of money on actual music, right? Like, and actual voice actors, and like all kinds of stuff. Like their new, well, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if CD Projekt did too, but oh, just, but it couldn't be anywhere close. Probably not. Not even. Not yeah. even in the same Like we're talking like Mini putt And like Major League Baseball Yeah No like, you're right You're right You're I right, mean you're right, you're Rockstar's right. ridiculous If and, you can't pay You can't play I mean the last GTA update Which we are going to talk about But Dr. Dre And like original yeah. Dr. New Dr. Dre music That I'm pretty sure Came out on here first It like, did uh, like, No you're, you're absolutely right That's insane yeah. Like the amount of he, money That they would have to pay To have that kind of And he's not some Like broke guy Right I mean, I don't. I, I checked his net worth a couple of years ago, and I was floored. Yeah, like floored. But I mean, Beats by Dr. Dre. Those I, I completely. Did. I never thought about that until yeah. Oh my God, man! No, like I think he might have been a billionaire at one point. I don't know. Well, anyways, uh, really quick to wrap up the VGA segment. Uh, now Jeff Keighley was like hyping up the game announcements like mad before the show came out, and I definitely think that it completely did not. Like, that was way inappropriate level of hype for, right, right. for the actual announcements. But, yeah, I wanted to talk real quick about anything that we thought looked interesting. Mm-hmm. I took some notes myself. I don't know. Do you want to go? I've been talking a lot. Do you want to go There's only first? one. There's only one game. Okay. So, recap for people really quick, because we'll probably have to edit most of that out. Mm-hmm. Why are you not... Why, why did you think and are now not excited about it? I was excited for Dune Spice Wars, because I thought it was a fun com game. The next in the Conan world, basically. Mm-hmm. Not Conan world, but by the Conan people. Yeah, uh, so a survival. Um, Same kind of game. It sounds like. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been kind of excited about that idea. I think um, it sounds cool. But strategy, I couldn't care less. And I don't really like Telltale games. Yeah. Uh, personally, I, I hate that doesn't that do shit. it for me too. Yeah, that was the Star Trek game that was announced, right? Um, actually, The Expanse. Uh, I think and Star Trek wouldn't surprise me. They have yeah. two yeah. Star Trek: uh, Resurgence and Eclipse. Right. But either way, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I really don't. Care about so and really nothing much actually stood n- out to you nothing at all yeah I mean well Dune did but then you just verified that it wasn't the Dune <laughs> I'm interested in and 
Yeah. Didn't so, mean to steal your thunder, but yeah. No, no, no. That's cool. Well, I mean, listen here. I'll, I'll, I'll say real quick. Uh, the things I thought were notable. Star Wars Eclipse. New Star Wars game by Quantic Dream. Um, people are poo-pooing on this on the internet because of Quantic Dream's like history of uh, being a bad company. Okay. I don't care to talk about that. Um, but I do think that Quantic Dreams is a talented company. I don't like their games, but I think a Star Wars game by Quantic Dream that's an adventure game with a branching narrative and plot that isn't action-based could maybe be interesting. Hmm. Yep. That's not something that's been explored that much. Yeah. And that's why I think it's cool. Um, and they did put together a pretty spectacular, it was only cinematic, but a pretty spectacular trailer. Yeah, I don't trust I any cinematic trailer. Ever. Neither do I, but given that it's a that we know what kind of games Quantic Dreams make, mm-hmm. I kind of don't care. Yeah, because I already know what I'm getting with them. Fair enough. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you know that's not really for me, but I do think it's a cool Star Wars game to make. Uh, the Wonder Woman game, um, not right. because I give two two shits about Wonder Woman. I absolutely do not. No, but who's doing it? Exactly. Yeah, it's the, the WB Interactive. It was it no WB Games. Shadows Sorry. of Mordor, right? Shadows of Mordor. Exactly. Um, so yeah, kind of a Wonder Woman Shadows of Mordor game. I couldn't care less about Wonder Woman. That would actually deter me from playing it. I think same here. Um, <laughs> it, it could be... I mean, I have nothing against her. I just, no, I just it don't could, like it. It could be straight up better than Shadows of Mordor, and I still will not want to play it because it's fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, no. You're entitled to your taste, Steve. That's just not me. Yeah, I'm sorry. that's fair. That's fair. It's not I'm really sure there's either. a lot of people out there that... That will be the selling point. My girlfriend might love it. She went uh, totally uh, like bonkers over the latest movie. Not the like like the first Wonder. Didn't, I think maybe they made a second Wonder Woman. Nineteen eighty four. But the first, no, the recent one. The, the recent one was nineteen eighty four. The old one was some before. It was Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. It just came out like last year. The year before. Not that one. The one before that. Yeah. That was a decent movie. Yeah, that was cool. I watched it with her. I, I liked it a lot too. The second yeah. one. Yeah. Maybe not so much. Yeah, if you're into it, that's fine. That's great. I uh, just want to see... I mean, listen, if they're going to be such... How harsh do I want to be with this? If they're going to be such jerks about trademarking the Nemesis system, which I'm really I'm, I'm really against that kind of uh, activity, if they're going to be jerks about that, at least let's see what they can do that's cool with it. They, they, they better do something with it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're going to trademark something for your own personal use, then you better make a lot of iterations of that thing. Because yeah. nobody else can, so hmm. someone's got to do it, you know. But um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this is a game that I actually would like to try, and I'm excited about the last one, uh, Arc Raiders. Uh, now, Arc Raiders, this is fucking weird and out there. It's did you see the trailer for it? Mm-mm. It looks AAA as fuck. Um, it's by. Embark Studios, which I think is one of these new studios that popped up out of maybe old vets. I actually think we may have covered them at some point in time. Uh, but this is a PvE co-op sci-fi shooter. So, kind of like maybe a Destiny type thing. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's mostly in third person, I think. Um, okay. It looks spectacular. Like, to me, the graphics just look spectacular. Um, like, it's really early, so it's like, you know, no, you know, might not look like that in the end. But what they showed looked fucking fantastic. It looked like a sci-fi shooter I 100% want to play. And I am completely mind-fucked by the fact that this is going to be free-to-play. Hmm. Like, I'm just like, is this going to be the time I finally try a free-to-play game? I don't understand what's going on here. Well, you tried Genshin. Yeah, but that was really just for, like... It's not because I really wanted to play Genshin. It's no, it is. It is. So much. I actually really didn't. But, like, <laughs> that was more for, like... Just to be able to talk about it. So you curiosity? Did. Bragging rights? Kind of, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, I but like Genshin Impact. But I kind of knew I wasn't going to play it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when I tried it, I was like, "Yeah, I'll try this for half an hour." But there's no way I'm going to play this free to play game yeah, for no, like yeah. 
But I mean, this is the first time I'm, I'm like, I'm both wondering if maybe I'll try a free-to-play game and also thinking, how the fuck can a game that looks this good be free-to-play? Like, I don't understand what's going on here, you know? like I think things are shifting, right? Like, in terms of the, the formula of games and whatnot. Like, Fortnite being as successful as it is and being 100% always a free-to-play game. But when you look at the graphics and the engine of Fortnite, you can actually understand the how graphics, it's a free-to-play not game, so much. Right? The graphics, not great at all. Um, but the actual smoothness of it, mm-hmm. it's significantly better than a lot of other games. I, um, I, I completely agree with you, but I feel like still when I look at Fortnite, I find it believable. That it's free-to-play? Yeah. Yeah, no, well, it, that is the childish look and everything to me. Zelda looks like a free-to-play game to me. It's also relatively simple it's in design not, for uh, yeah, Fortnite, yeah, but, right? But same with, like, the old Zelda, like, not so old, but it, it had the same look to me. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of games I find that look sort of free-to-play that are absolutely not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It, it, I feel like things are shifting. Um, so there's yeah. going to be more free-to-play stuff, and you're going to have to pay for something. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna get you somehow. I mean, I totally get it. I just still find, looking at a game like this, I'm like, I don't get that. You're going to... So I need, I need to see what's, how it's going to play out. Yeah. You know? I, the way I... I feel like they only make free-to-play stuff when they have other ways of making money off of it. Like maybe it's, it's maybe. just to get their hooks in you. Listen, maybe they'll NFT the shit out of us. Who knows? Absolutely, you know, something it's like very possible. That. Pay to yeah. win all the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pay to play. Uh, you should know. take a look at the trailer. I'm going to. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, real quick, wrapping up, Alan Wake two. I'm so in. Hmm. I love Alan Wake. Uh, I think they did a great job with Control. I would really like to see what they do with Alan Wake two. They've also called it a true, like it's going to be kind of real survival horror. Right. Whereas Alan Wake was like it wasn't that scary, mm-hmm. you know. Like they're saying that this is going to be a lot more survival horror than our previous game. So I'm like, okay, I, w- I would love to see that. Uh, I'll p- almost for sure be there day one with uh, Alan Wake two. Um, Slitterhead. Portents in 2022. Let's hope, mm-hmm. dude. I might be playing the good version of Cyberpunk come Christmas. That would, that would be be very exciting. Hunt. You gotta do hunt. 60 FPS, come on. Just to see the difference. So you can see the difference between 30 and 60. You'll I notice I the difference, it. though. I'll try. You'll notice. Right. Like, is what I'm saying. It's like, do I get a free like, upgrade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it, it runs, just be... it just runs at 60 on um, PS5. So you don't even need to get a PS5 version. No. It just automatically no, 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 no. runs at 60. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Same. what everything should be. That's what they've been doing, but they, it mm-hmm. wasn't made like, because it's been out for about a year now, right? Uh, I'll try it. Yeah, I will. Just try. so you see the difference. Like, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Back to the back of the show. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, we get we got rudely interrupted by a delicious Bardeco pizza break there, but we're back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was I was wrapping up our BGA discussion, which definitely has gone on way too long. Uh, I'll just say the names of a couple more things so we can move on. Uh, but I was right about to say, or already did, can't remember, uh, that Bokeh Studios, which is a studio that we covered a long time ago, the, a long time ago, a little while ago, that was uh, created by X Gravity Rush developer and the creator of Silent Hill, which is. Keichiro Toyama um, and I think somebody else of note but I can't recall off the top of my head but they finally uh, we know what they're working on now and it is kind of a new Silent Hill game um, it is called Slitterhead uh, which I think the name is horrible but we'll, we, we won't uh, discuss that uh, the game itself looks interesting um, I feel like it looks a little rough but I do also feel like the creator of Silent Hill is somebody to keep an eye on Absolutely. So that's that's uh, that's what I can say about that. Fair enough. Um, I also wrote down we I, we talked about Alan Wake too, right? Mm-hmm. It looks dope. Can't wait. Um, and Saints Row, uh, yeah. Which 
I gotta be honest, from the last, the trailer that came out of the VGAs, I was like, that looks pretty cool. And I also was just thinking, like, I don't really see what everybody had so much of a problem with before. Like, the, you know, that cinematic trailer that it released a long time ago that everyone hated on because it was looked too goofy, I think? Mm-hmm. Or too, like, Fortnite-y, maybe? Um, yeah, I think they changed some of the protagonists to, like, some hipsters. So it was like Gang of the Hipsters now, instead of, kind like, of. actual gangsters. Yeah. And yeah. that's what kind of pissed people off, is that you I have guess. these nerds yeah. that don't look like they belong on the streets as street folk. That makes sense. But now that we have actual gameplay, I feel like the gameplay looks almost indistinguishable well, isn't from Saints old Row, Saints Row. Isn't Saints Row, like, over-the-top ridiculousness? It's OTT GTA. Yeah. So, um, having a bunch of goofy people as gangsters makes sense. I thought it looked cool. I actually had uh, had my brother over uh, uh, just coincidentally the, the yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, two days ago, and um, I wanted to make sure because he's, he's the only person I actually know that plays Saints Row and he loves it. So I sat him down and watched the trailer with him, and was like, yes, "How does no. it look?" You know, and he's like, "It looks totally awesome." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "That's exactly what I thought." Like, thank you. I'm glad to hear an actual Saints Row fan be like. I don't see anything wrong with this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, looks cool. I'll probably play it. It has co-op too, so nice. you never know. I may play it with him. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about VGAs. Fair I mean, enough. Uh, Teague, do you got anything, to, any closing comments before we move on? No. Nope. Well, on that note, uh, moving on to the second general discussion topic here, which I will keep as brief as possible. Yeah, there was a new Nintendo Indie World Showcase. And as Teague and I both know, and anybody listening at this point in time, Josh loves his Nintendo Indie World Showcases. So can't let one of those go by without at least mentioning it. Um, By all means. Yeah, this one was December 15th. I love these things. Uh, They're quick. They're brief. This was 24 minutes. They're always incredibly digestible. Uh, I love that about them. Uh, And I didn't see too much that I thought was amazing this year. But I will call attention to a couple things. I really should have said a few things. It's actually, it's exactly three. Yeah, what I thought looked interesting, Sea of Stars. Okay. This is, you'll, you will not be into it at all. I'm sure. You might be into River City Girls too. No. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I'm not. I don't know what it is, but if it's a, a Nintendo Switch thing, no, I'm not into it. Well, unfortunately, yet unsurprisingly, all three of these games have pixel art. Now, Sea of Stars is by the creators of The Messenger, uh, which is a Ninja Gaiden. Uh, it's like a, an homage to Ninja Gaiden. Um, and I've, I heard this game was amazing. I don't like Ninja Gaiden. It doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but everyone who does, from what I hear, it's, it's fantastic. So the, the guys who made The Messenger, which is a Ninja Gaiden homage, uh, did I write down? Yeah, they're, and they're, they're Sabotage Studio, and they're Montreal. They're a hmm. Montreal studio. Small studio, 22 members. So they're making a new game called Sea of Stars, and this is basically, this is their Chrono Trigger game. They're trying to remake Chrono Trigger. I have my doubts, because people have tried to remake Chrono Trigger before, mm. and it's never really worked. Chrono Trigger is actually, I have fridge magnets of that game. <laughs> I don't know if you remember those. I think they're on the, the fridge currently. I didn't notice. But um, yeah, Chrono Trigger is my favorite JRPG of all time. Uh, it's one of those things that's like I, I sort of I go back and play it every two to three years kind of thing. Okay. I've got a copy permanently on my Wii U. That's why it's in storage. <laughs> it's the Chrono Trigger machine, mm. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, so I mean, I'm curious. Uh, I, I do believe that they're a developer of some pedigree. Uh, they definitely have demonstrated their ability to handle these kinds of things with the messenger. And a cool thing about it is that they, they're bringing on guest composer, will I get this right? Yasunori Mitsuda, who is the, the composer for Chrono Trigger. Okay. He's well. doing a guest spot in their so, game, and I'm like, shit. That's a win. That lends some credibility to the project. Yeah. And I'm yeah. happy to see it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I got to say about that. Um, also, locomotive. This mm-hmm. is two words locomotive. Yeah, the crazy train. Yeah, did you see this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is uh, by Robust Games in the UK. 
Uh, I should, should have probably said um, Sea of Stars is just 2022. No, no announced release date. Um, yeah, Locomotive, Robust Games UK. This is coming out summer 2022 on a 1930s express train, solve a deadly mystery, point-and-click adventure style. Mm. I don't like point-and-click adventures that much. But I do think this looks like a good one. It looks interesting. That's all I got to say. Yeah, it yeah. looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you're a, if you're like a Monkey Island fan or like a, those old style LucasArts games like uh, Indiana Jones, mm. Maniac Mansion, this could totally be up your alley. Right. Um, and I, I actually think it looks kind of neat. Uh, it's the sort of game that I have uh, I have aspirations mm-hmm. to one day uh, maybe play a game like this with my girlfriend. Right. Because Fair this enough. is actually her kind of game. Yeah. Uh, and we've never really tried one together, so mm. could be fun. Um, the other game I, I jotted down. Uh, was the last is the last one River City Girls Two? This is by WayForward US Studio, coming out summer twenty twenty two. Another small small indie studio, and River City Girls One. I've heard a ton about on the Sacred Symbols podcast. I know the guy there, Colin, uh, is a huge fan. I don't know why, but I completely overlooked this game because I thought it was sort of like Final Fight imitation trash. You know, Final Fight SNES game. The name rings such a bell. You know it. We're Googling Final Fight Let's Play Fatigue. No, no, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, no, no, You no, just no. need to see the title. Capcom, right? yeah. yeah. All I need to see, you just need to see Capcom. I know. I, I originally thought that uh, it was kind of like a cheap, uh, not cheap, but there's just so many of those knockoff games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, unless they're unique in some way, like I thought Scott Pilgrim vs. The World kind of had a bit of its own identity. Mm-hmm. Unless they're unique in some way, it's hard for them to stand out from the pack. For sure. Uh, and that's exactly what I thought about River City Girls 1. But then when I saw this, I was like, oh, I just I, I saw the gameplay and I was like I was like damn like first of all I think these um, I think the art of this game is absolutely gorgeous uh, it's super gorgeous like uh, imitation SNES art I think the game looks like a relatively generic beat em up mm-hmm. but I also haven't played a beat em up in a long time and this does have uh, both couch and online co op mm. and I was like okay I mean it's probably going to be twenty bucks and like I I really do think that I think Teague is Teague is cringing hard. I do think that the, the it's it's really gorgeous to me, um, and I feel like it looks like a relatively competent beat 'em up. So I might try it. Yeah, I mean yeah. on Switch this or yeah. Switch okay, yeah, or yeah. PS4, I was gonna say, well, yeah, I wouldn't do it on the PS4. It, it looks like a cell phone game to me. Um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I wish cell phone games looked that good. But well, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, in terms of just, uh, it I'm does, feeling it. It does look it, it does look good compared to other ones of the sort, like the, yeah. uh that other one that you showed just before. Final Fight. Yeah. Well, I should hope so. Final Fight is from like 1998. Yeah, it looks just better. <laughs> um, like a cunt hair better yeah. and to me that's like not something to be proud of uh, I haven't played one of these in a while mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing that it's like yeah you don't want to do that every day but it's been like I think the last one I played was probably Scott Pilgrim vs. the World which is like and that was pretty good that I think, was like five years ago I think for yeah. me it was TNMT or maybe Double Dragon oh TMNT was good mm-hmm. I like TMNT a lot mm-hmm. yeah. which one did you play? I don't remember. Two, maybe? Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah, that was that was the biggest one, I think. On, on SNES, right? No, two was actually on NES. Oh. If you can believe it. Yeah. And arcades. Wait, NES. Oh, that's Super Nintendo, right? No, NES is basic Nintendo. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah. pretty sure two was actually on... Four, yeah, no. four was on SNES. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turtles yeah. in Time was yeah. on SNES. Battletoads was another dope one. Battletoads was dope. Yeah, yeah. so those yeah. are the type of beat-em-up games that I do... Appreciate. Yeah. Back then, I don't want the same style in a game I'm playing now. You know. Maybe even as two-player couch co-op. Nah. No. Like uh, to me, it's just like that was a fun thing of the past. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, 
but I just I can't I can't get behind them making and selling this shit like I just can't I don't care how inspired you are I don't care how well it does I just sure. think it's like I don't want to play I think the public has spoken these games sell yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah like yeah. shockingly I mean I kind of agree with you but well, it's not shocking at all um, to me well, I, I mean the great yeah. majority of people are like they do all kinds of weird shit man um, <laughs> they do all kinds of weird shit yeah. listen we'll have to agree to disagree but you don't think people are weird I, no, I do think people are weird, but I also think River City Girls do look pretty good. <laughs> as long as you know that, as long as you think people are weird, we're good. <laughs> I definitely think people are weird. Cool. Yeah, no, no arguments there. Cool. Uh, moving on. That, that's all I got to say about the indie showcase. River Check it out if you want. It's it's a whole bunch of indie shit. Yeah. Yep. Most of it looks so. Well, and again, these are the best things for twenty bucks or whatever they're gonna like. It's just, well, they're always cheap. Exactly. Right? So they're, they're that, priced appropriately. That is its own thing, you know. Like, and again, on this Switch, that is portable. So no, totally. Man. It's like totally. the it's like a Game Boy kind of. Uh, this is the kind of shit. It's great to play with, you know, a buddy of yours who you used to play couch co-op games with when you were like twelve, mm-hmm. who's in town for a day or two, mm-hmm. and you guys are sitting on the couch. You don't know what to do. Yeah, and you want a little trip back to let's just play a solid beat 'em up. Yeah, for just twenty like minutes. Remember, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's great for. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But it's just overall, I'm like, no. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah, so we'll move on to what we've been playing. Um, what have you been playing, Josh? Do you want me to lead because it's boring? No, I, I got questions about what you've been playing. I want to know what you've been playing. Because <laughs> well, my shit falls into, actually, the previous question of what we think the game of the years are. Right. You know, so mine, <laughs> maybe I should go first. I don't know. I've got your quote here. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, piece of paper. I don't know. Maybe I, you should go first. Uh, listen, here, let, let me go first because mine is boring. All right. It's boring it. and lame. Let's do it. It's Diablo 2. Yeah, that's and boring that's and lame. And I wish I was playing more <laughs> Diablo 2. Actually, I mean, here, status update for everyone who is, uh, you know, hanging on at my every word with how my Diablo 2 campaign is going. I, I, I'm in Act 5? I'm in Act 5. I, my, I got my Sorceress up to level 33, I think. Um, furthest I've gone with a character. So this is, this is, and this is actually my hardcore Sorceress. I haven't died with once. Well, no, it's hardcore, right? Oh wait, no. No, you, I mean you like I haven't retried died like, with that character with a sorceress. Yeah. I haven't restarted a new one. I get you. Yeah, yeah. I tried the sorceress. It's and like, I, fuck, you've died with other hardcore characters. <laughs> like, what? I've somehow <laughs> managed to live with this particular sorceress the whole time. Cool. Usually, most of my characters I've already restarted like three times or something. You know? Right, right, right. That's um, cool. No, it's cool. I mean, it's it's really fun. I'm enjoying it. Uh, we have more about Diablo two in the news later, but I love it. And I wish that we to segue nicely into what you've been playing. I wish that we've been playing more. But every time I've seen you playing in the past like week or so that I've been about to ask you if you want to play Diablo, you've been like hardcore playing uh either I either see GTA online or I see Tim Clancy's The Diversion. Division. Division two. And it's Tim Clancy Tom Clancy. That was a super inside baseball joke about um oh. GFW gaming. They do this like funny reviews. They did a funny review of Tom Clancy one time. Okay. And he calls it Tim Clancy's The Diversion. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, Anyways, it's a diversion, sure. Uh, it's a hilarious, uh, I'll send it to you what's up. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I've been on, uh, I've had some buddies that um, uh, hopped back on GTA because there was a big update recently with Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. It was massive. Biggest update in GTA history, apparently. We, we were going to talk about this in the news. Let's mm-hmm. just, why don't you give us the whole, the whole spiel? Yeah. Well, this is what uh, got a bunch of people I know to be playing it again, and... Um, Caught some random invites. Does it people I hadn't talked to in ages. And what? The contract. GTA yeah. Online, the contract. Yeah, yeah. So a bunch of people I hadn't played with in ages uh, hit me up. 
because they were on this. Yeah, I joined up for the hell of it because there was new content coming. So we were playing some. And I think the game of the year goes to <laughs> GTA Online. <laughs> um, and I think it was the game of the year in 2013. <laughs> it's the game of the year now. And it'll be the game of the year in 2042. Sounds reasonable. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, no, in all reality, I think it's a fucking trash game and uh, absolute trash. I don't know why I'm playing a fucking PS3 game on a PS4. No, it's PS... No, it's a PS3 game. Really? Yeah, dude. GTA V originally came out on PS3? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. I, I consistently yeah, that was the this. big that was the big piss off that they were doing a PS5 version too. And it's like, are you fucking serious? You're yeah. going to charge top dollar on three generations? Yeah, like, pretty much, yeah. Dude. So all in all, they do it because they can. Absolutely, and um, <laughs> just I like River City Girls too, they do it because they can. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> but I honestly think GTA is a fucking tra- the online. The story is amazing. It's it's a masterpiece. It's phenomenal. But online, pff, it's a piece of shit. And um, this DLC is no different. It didn't change things. It broke a lot of things. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, no, I honestly think GTA Online is a trash game. What about, I mean, is it not, if I could just, you know, play devil's advocate for a second, mm-hmm. is it not um, a really interesting way of doing a collaboration for new GTA content that's not GTA 6? I think a lot of people were hoping that this whole Dr. Dre collaboration thing, which was either spoiled or leaked before this happened, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people were speculating, like, is this because it's the new GTA? Like, is Dr. Dre mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stuff for GTA 6? No, I don't think it has anything to do with it. And I don't think GTA 6 is even in the works right now. There was talk of it, but then I think it got put on the back burner. And then I think it might have... I don't think it's... Might even, have been shelved. I don't think it's been worked on right now. I don't expect it at all. Uh, the amount of money they've made off this, I expect them to continue on doing it. But just the amount of problems this game still has after eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, the disconnects, the amount of things that just don't work in it... Um, yeah, you were telling me like sometimes you have to reboot multiple times. Oh, just to do a mission um, with your buddies uh, just won't start, or it'll kick out your buddies, yeah. or it'll wait until you're just about done the mission, and then it'll kick the host out, and everybody fails, and uh, you don't get paid, and you've wasted the last hour of your life. Um, like, it is jam-packed. Well, that happens all the time with video games. But <laughs> I had a buddy on a PS5 that got disconnected five times in a day. Like, just... Jeez just disconnect it and it's like yeah. it's not his internet it's uh, it's just Uncle Rocky hates my buddy um, <laughs> and this Uncle has been Rocky a thing forever actually. and I experienced this a lot with uh, Red Dead Online when it was in beta I experienced every problem you could possibly have I think uh, more than most people I know and I complained about it a lot but it was a free beta trial mm. No reason to complain about that now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. This, on the other hand, is not. <laughs> is it actually a paid game? No, well, okay, so <clears throat> it's an addition. It comes. It is a free game if you buy GTA. I right. don't know if you can buy online alone. I think there might be a standalone version of it. I think there is now, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Either way, it's no way is it smooth or clean, and it is a PS3 game. So, like, it's... It feels like you're playing a PS3 game. It is clunky. It is. It just doesn't feel good. Um, mm. All in all, yeah, I've been playing that, and I think it's a piece of shit. And what um, keeps you playing so much, buddies? Just mm. buddies I hadn't talked to in two years. Used to play a bunch of Ark with and whatever. Mm-hmm. Hit me up, and then we have a whole gang of our old clan from Conan joining up. Right. And then next thing you know, there's eight of us in a party. People I haven't talked to in years, 
And it actually just, does make a lot of sense. We're just doing dumb <laughs> shit. Like, we're, it doesn't matter that the missions don't work. We're flying around in a helicopter, and then all of a sudden, I, uh, you know, kick them all out of the helicopter, and everyone falls to their death. You know, like uh, <laughs> dumb shit like that. Put a sticky bomb in my car, and then just be driving, and just jump out of the car and blow it up you know, with everybody in it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Genius. Just, just silly, fun shit. Like, uh, but overall, I, I really think it's a trash game, mm. and uh, this DLC is no exception. This didn't fix it in Dang. any way. It didn't uh, add anything overly amazing. Um, no, I, th- I thought it sounded and looked cool from the trailer. That's all. Yeah, that's all yeah. my knowledge. Is, uh... I just had to sit for ten minutes listening to fucking Dr. Dre rap on a cutscene that I wanted to put my foot through the screen so hard. Um, <laughs> Was it because the music wasn't good, or just because you didn't? feel No, like... just because it's so long. A lot of yeah. the scenes are so long. Well, if he's actually releasing some of his music here first it mm-hmm. makes sense that you have to watch the whole thing it does um it's just i don't care about it and you don't um, feel like it basically yeah i don't, I yeah. don't feel like it and yeah. the missions that you do you don't get to play as your character you're playing as a gta character so you don't have your gear right. your stats your weapon like how the, it's basically like they added story missions to online you know one thing i can say to defend not that it deserves defending or anything but i can say that the concept of uh, making it uh, a character that the developer chooses, I actually think can make a lot of sense from a game design perspective. In a lot of stuff, right? absolutely not at all in this. Okay. Um, in Fair a, enough. In a ton of games, I agree yeah, with you. You know what I mean. A thousand yeah. percent. Yeah, 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 yeah no, yeah, yeah. You're, I think you're dead on okay, about that. But in this, in a game that requires such a ridiculous amount of grind and effort to build yourself up, mm-hmm. it's like I just spent three and a half million dollars on a flying motorcycle and I spent half a million dollars on this amazing gun spent 50,000 uh, magazine extension whatever like I, I went all out then you do a mission and like well your name is Franklin and you have a pistol <laughs> and you can't wear body armor um, it's like yeah. what the fuck guys like this yeah it's, I, I hear you you're, the whole game is making your character and then the, these missions they're like oh no just play as one of my guys who happens to be shit yeah um, I don't know I thought it was garbage but very interesting yeah anyways from what I can tell I feel like general perception is good mm. I, I think what do you think mm, I think it was a trash update um, personally are your friends digging it or are they also they kind of feel the same way oh no they agree it's trash dang um, okay but they're so... still playing it because there's just nothing else to play right now well actually sure. that's why I've been on the division sure yeah because yeah no I was gonna ask you one of uh, the buddies that I used to play arc with and got onto this and used to play all kinds of stuff uh, one two 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 um, yeah we were on this and then uh, actually there was two of them and we were just kind of bored of it playing it for like a couple of weeks um, maybe a week I don't know but it, it felt like years uh, we've been playing it for ages and uh started talking other games and it's like oh yeah let's oh fuck let's try the division again and that has been hella fun like hella fun i've been having a blast with the division i'm really happy to hear it man last night i think i was on until like 2 30 in the morning or something stupid yeah i saw you were <laughs> i uh i was gonna hit you up to play diablo <laughs> and I, I remember because you know you can like navigate over to people's play, people's faces mm-hmm. and then, like see what they're playing but not just that like I think it tells you how long they've been playing yeah 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 and I saw like you know two and a half hours and I'm like okay I think he's pretty balls deep in this uh, this division at the moment so what they added <laughs> was these like tower things which is like a hundred levels that you have to uh, clear and um, yeah they they go up in difficulty 
obviously, but like amazing, amazing loot. And this is a fairly recent. I'm not even. I'm not 100. percent We talked about this coming out. Did we? Yeah, like about a year ago, maybe or something. Well, we talked about gang. Uh, no, uh, Warlords of New York. We talked about that for sure. That was a big DLC. It was 30 bucks. I bought that. I was huge on it. And then they added this. I remember the Tower Edition coming. Okay. Okay. Coming. But when that happens, I mean... I have no idea. All in all, it's there now. And um, I could be wrong. My buddy could have been fucking with me. But we did, like, I don't know, a bunch of levels. And it was like, fuck, we got to stop. It's getting late. Like, I'm I'm getting off. He's like, oh, well, if we stop now, you know, like, uh, tomorrow when we we come back, like, we'll have to start at the beginning. We've got to get to floor 31. (laughs) And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, the first checkpoint is uh, floor 31. I'm like, are you fucking with me? Like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> like, let's fucking do it. I don't want to have to f- do these first 10 levels again or whatever. You were only at 10 at that point in time? Uh, maybe 12. I don't okay. know. Uh, Ouch. I don't know if they, if the the marker is every 10 levels, though. Because <laughs> I think my buddy might have been fucking with me, honestly. <laughs> I think he wanted to keep going. Um, <laughs> but all in all, I've actually looked into, uh, I've looked into it a lot more than I did when I played it a lot. And there's just so much to it, like the gear cool. sets and all that stuff. Stuff that I didn't, I didn't really care for farming exotics and all that stuff before. Mm-hmm. It was kind of tedious, and I didn't do too much PvP, so I, mm. I didn't go crazy. But my buddy did. He mm-hmm. went nuts, and uh, I don't know how many hours he put into that game. But this time around, he actually explained a lot of stuff to me, and the loot is a lot easier to come by. I don't okay. know if they, they buffed the the new the Probably. loot drops, yeah. but. Um, you can get gear sets now and like have these ridiculous builds. All in all, I've been having a blast with it the past couple of days, and uh, I will continue to do so. That's awesome. So yeah, Division Two, awesome. GTA Five, trash. <laughs> Yo, you gotta take me through um, take me through a Dark Zone one time. Yeah, no, no, can't my, even. Uh, it's too uh, my, too hard at this point in time. Mm, yeah, maybe. Or even just like load in and just show me. Yeah, sure. Just you uh, know, just so I know what it is. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like explain but, explain what's going on and stuff. Yeah, I got to finish, I farmed up a new build, a new gear set yesterday, so I should be able to make a new build the next time I play. The you build I'm rocking now is not Dark Zone friendly. Um, but you don't lose anything when you die in this game, right? Like like Destiny? In the Dark Zone, I think you do. Oh, you mean like you're actually at a net negative if you go in and then die I think you only lose stuff that you pick up there. I don't yeah. think you lose the gear that you go in with. Yeah. No, 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 no. So um, you can just run in and like get ganked and like it doesn't yeah, matter, Yeah, I think right? you'd be fine, pretty yeah. much. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to just see it. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah, try it out sometime. Yeah. But it, all in all, my build right now is like it's decent. It's a good. It's a decent PVE build. It's not a PVP build. Okay. Like I would die right away. Talk about overwhelming. Like in terms yeah. of loot and stuff and yeah. like stats. Like you would. I think you would absolutely. You you were talking about how much you love that in Destiny, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the numbers and comparing the the, yeah. the critical hit and then you got the critical damage yeah. chance and then damage yeah. and this yeah. and that. Yeah. Yeah. The mods, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. You would go absolutely mental on this game. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure, for sure. The yeah. amount of gear that you get. Your biggest problem is your inventory slots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. Totally. Cool. Well, I mean, hey, I'm I'm loving the uh, the level of engagement. There was some serious. Uh, I'm seriously interested in it again. Nice. And, um, I will play more. I've always thought it was a game that looked really good, so I'm, I'm happy to hear it. I, I could see why it doesn't appeal to a lot of people. There is like a a rhythm to it that is, if you don't like that loop, mm-hmm. you're not gonna like the game. Just like Destiny. <laughs> yeah. It's also got a rhythm. Yeah. 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 And if you're not There's into so the many, rhythm, so many games, you know, like yeah, um, totally. they just they got their own thing, and if you're not feeling movies too, 
Uh, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah. So. yeah. But anyways, I'm a big fan. Cool. I love it. All right, well, moving on to the news. On to number one, which is Stalker 2 blockchain project will offer NFT that makes you an in-game NPC. Um, now, I guess I'll give a little bit of a caveat here in that there's four headlines here that are kind of related, uh, only in the sense that they, they discuss NFTs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really... We've been putting off an NFT conversation for like at least two months. I don't Way know. more than that. Maybe it's like six months? Way it's more. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, neither of us really understands what NFTs are. Getting a better idea now. Uh, it's slowly coming together. And I think it's finally time to talk about them a bit. So number one headline, Stalker 2 Blockchain Project will offer NFT that makes you an in-game NPC. The game will use blockchain technology to let the community own a piece of Stalker 2. Uh, This is off IGN, uh, December 15th. It's initially reported by The Verge. The second article, this is something like two hours after the original article, they backpedaled hard. Uh, Again off IGN, IGN headline, Stalker 2 developers announced they will no longer use NFTs. Update. The official response has since been deleted for unclear reasons. Uh, And this was two days later. That was just taken from the uh, tweets from directly from GSE Game World. Uh, Then the third article from IGN, Peter Molyneux's new NFT game sells land plot for nearly $900,000. Subtitle, overall, the game has brought in over 53 million. This is fucking bonkers, we'll get to it. And this is mostly sourced from a rock, paper, shotgun uh, report on the, the, the sale prices of the plots of land in this game. Uh, and then fourth article is Ubisoft announces, again off IGN, Ubisoft announces Quartz, a blockchain-powered NFT cosmetic system. Play 600 hours of Ghost Recon Breakpoint to claim a helmet you can sell for crypto. Uh, 7th December is a little while ago. This is pretty much ga- gathered off the Ubisoft uh, official channels. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the first four. I want to talk about the stalker one first. Please, uh, yeah. I yeah. think that's awesome. So I think it's if I was super rich yeah. and I loved a game... I'm with you. I would fucking absolutely pay to put myself in it as an NPC. <laughs> like, no doubt. Or pay to put somebody else in it. I'm really happy to hear that you're immediately... Like, I'm absolutely the target audience for this. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm the last person in the world to spend money on microtransactions or anything. That's why I added the caveat, if I was rich. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I don't see any harm in it. And I think any other way that people can show support and get something out of it in the game, and you're sure. not really getting anything out of it other than... It's basically like a plaque in a, in a hospital for donations. That part I, I mean, I'm getting. Like, it's, like I'm with you there. That's yeah. what I dig about. Yeah. It, you know? And like I, I don't really know, but I, I kind of suspect the GSC game world, the devs in Ukraine, are somewhat small time. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like yes, it it may it may help for them to be able to bolster their income by selling see... some something that's sort of like not that important to the actual game in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't see the problem with it. You know, again, it's like as long as you don't have to do it to yeah. play the game. Like, who cares if somebody you don't know is an NPC in it? I guess, yeah. I mean, like, how does that affect anybody? Well, here, I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's come to the actual news for a second. Like you said, uh, what's actually being sold here is Stalker 2 developers. They said they're going to sell uh, multiple things mm-hmm. through NFTs uh, related to Stalker. Uh, it's not the only thing, this right. sort of like this in game NPC thing. Yeah, they were intending on selling a range of linked NFTs when the game launches. They haven't stated exactly what it's going to be beside this NPC thing, uh, but they have said that it is 100% going to be uh, all cosmetic and none of it will have any effect on the actual gameplay. Right. Like, none of it will be, you know, pay-to-win related or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Mostly just fun things you can get to sort of make yourself a part of the game, kind of. Right, right. Which is interesting. Which is what I'm down with. 
Totally, totally. Uh, there's some caveats also. Like, for example, you will have to go to Ukraine to get modeled. Right. Uh, to get your like your your you know your face modeled kind of mm-hmm. thing, so it's it's incumbent on that being possible. And first thing I went to, so this is sort of a conversation about how we don't understand NFTs, mm-hmm. right? The first thing I went to, so was what's actually the NFT here, right? Like, so the the non the non fungible token that's being sold is the right to have yourself modeled as an NPC. This is where NFTs get weird. So this also can't be sold after the game releases at all. Right. Because then they would, in theory, have to change. That's what I'm saying. And that's why with this one, uh, well, actually, with all of them, I'm kind of cool. But this one in particular, I'm like, that's super cool. Like, um, Oh, you mean because it can't have an effect after? Well, it's not like you're, <clears throat> you're doing it to sell or what. Like, again, you're just, you want to be a part of something you love. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, I'm super down with. You're and helping I, me to understand this. And I don't really, I mean, again, I don't think it's for everybody, you know? Like, it's for yeah. the uber rich or the people that, yeah. you know, like, I mean, if I was a... Uh, this, this is totally, I mean, dude, like, this conversation is making me think this is Kickstarter backing. This yeah, is yeah. what this is. This is Kickstarted, uh, like, the elevated tiers, mm. right? Where they're like, yeah, if you pay a thousand more, we'll give you a pin. Yeah, but exactly. But I think if, you know, they should add it to as, like... You know, a bonus to some of the devs and stuff. It's like, yo, uh, Christmas bonus. Guess what? You're in the game. Um, sure. Shit yeah. like that. Like that could be cool. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's actually kind of a cool thing. Well, part of the thing that I didn't get was I was like, so if this is being sold as an NFT, then part of the idea with NFTs is that they're resellable, mm-hmm. right? They're like you can transfer ownership of them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how would that make any sense in this particular case for someone to transfer ownership of the in-game? MP- but they cover that in the article, so they made it clear that. This sale has to be done, first of all, well before the game launches. Mm -hmm. There's a specific window with which it can be sold. So during this time period, it can change hands as many times as it needs to. But then by this cutoff date, whoever's hands it's in at that time, that's who gets gets modeled kind of thing, right? Um, So it does kind of make sense. Well, I feel like it's very different from the other stuff, too. Um, In terms of just, again, it's pre-game. Before it comes out, it's got to go into the development. Um, So it is sellable but it's not really sellable once the game is out you can't even do it once the game is out no not really so to I me mean, it just seems like basically putting a plaque on, in a hospital for of, your donation yeah. and I'm super down with that the thing I don't get about this which comes back to the fact that I barely understand NFTs is the part that really bugs me is like how the fuck does it make sense for this to be an NFT that's the well, part that's that what I, I can't get. wrap my yeah. head around and that's the thing that bugs me with the whole NFT thing in general mm-hmm. I don't understand it for the life of me how different this is than the completely regular and normal cosmetic systems we have in games to date. Because you can sell them. True. It's yeah. that it, and that's why I don't have a problem with it. But in why any couldn't of the we other just ones. make people sell cosmetics that are already existing games to but other people? That's fine, but this is like kind of cutting out the middleman. I think maybe sort yeah. of. You know, it's yeah. making it like this actually has some value that you can get some value for, and I like that. I like the idea of that. Um, so it sounds like so far you're like kind of into the idea of NFTs. I think it's ridiculous and stupid as hell for anybody to spend money on cosmetics in the game. Yeah. But you do spend money on cosmetics in some games, right? You It's under- pretty rare, but you sometimes. You like yeah. No, but I mean, you explained to me how it's okay to do that if you really do like the game and support yeah. it and whatever. Like yeah. it's fine and I agree with you. Yeah. I think it is. I thought it was ridiculous before cuz I'm frugal as all hell, but really the only times I've done it, Aliens Fireteam. Hunt. Uh, Hunt and Destiny. Okay. And That's Destiny, I don't, I don't like now, mm-hmm. but at the time, I was really into them. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, for you to be able to buy something and then sell it back when you're not playing, 
sell it to someone else. Yeah, I suppose. To me, yeah. just makes it like you're cutting out. You're taking away a lot of the shittiness of the microtransaction part right. that's already a part of it. And it's just getting worse. I see what you mean. Like, it, yeah. it's getting significantly worse. Like, you look at Battlefront, or Battlefield? No, Come Battlefront. Wait, how hard was it to get to play as Luke Skywalker? Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of shit, not cool. Like, no. I don't like that. No. But this, I feel, is a way kind of... It's, it's not necessarily around that, but you're kind of... There's some value to the money that you're spending on this shit. Right. Because you can resell it. Uh, yeah. So I'm all right with that. I think it's ridiculous yeah. to own digital Nikes, right? Remember <laughs> yeah. that article? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, totally. So, I mean, that... I still don't really understand what the deal is with that. I didn't really get that far into the article. Well, all in all, it's like... Um, was it GQ? Yeah. That, I think, is something else and something stupid. I, I believe it was, it was $10,000 for a digital pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah, some sort of weird collector shit that's not available in the real world or anything. Uh-huh. Um, I'm thinking you can put it on your Fortnite character and probably in other games too. Maybe. Okay. Um, I guess I understand that. And probably sell it as well. Okay. So it's like... I guess that makes sense. It's yeah. adding value to something that has no value. It's, it's pretty much creating a commodity. Yeah. And I'm not cool with charging for useless stuff usually, yeah. but if you're already spending on useless stuff, yeah. being able to resell it is the next logical step. To cutting yeah. out the middleman. Yeah. To, to cutting out the predatory yeah, you're helping behavior. You're understand. Because like yeah. a lot of that shit I See, find the, the, is dark. The, the real irony about this is that I feel like this is a secret way of the companies to get even more predatory than they have been before. I feel like... That's, where I, that's where I think this is okay, going. Yeah. Right? And, but I hadn't thought about anything... I'm the opposite. I think it's a way to take away money from the company. And okay, well, put I mean, it back into your hands. It's all in the cryptocurrency stuff, right? Like, this is all only possible with crypto. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I really don't know much about it, but I do like the idea of a couple of these things. Like, yeah. again, I think it's ridiculous to spend $10,000 on some digital Nikes. But if, you, so if you're a millionaire and you really like collecting Nikes... But if um, you get... I mean, and listen, also, in a pure speculative sense, and I know some people uh, that would love this kind of thing, like, if you can buy a 10,000 pair of digital Nikes and resell them for 15000 some people well, are going to fucking love it. Again, that. it's creating money out of nothing, right? Yeah. It's like it's creating a commodity. Yeah. And I think it's kind of cool. It I can be bad. It could go really bad, uh, I'm sure. You know, like it could get ugly. What makes me suspicious is the fact that this is all coming from the companies. But like, they're all, why are they all getting on board? I, I, right? Yeah, I'm not there, sure. It has to be bad for us if they're all getting... That's, that's the way I see it. Like yeah. microtransactions. Well, okay, right? they're being blocked. They are in a huge that's amount true. of the way. It, like yeah. most of these places, Steam, that talk Steam about has blocked it. them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's why I think it's actually good for the people because they're blocking this shit. Huh? Um, you have a really interesting point there. I don't know. That's something that never would have occurred to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just I don't see the problem with you being able to sell something that you paid money for um, if you're not fucking with it anymore. Listen, on paper, it sounds great. Like, yeah, we'll just see. It's, I guess it's, it's silly, but yeah, it sounds yeah. great. Like I kind of, I kind of agree with you. you know I, I just mean? don't see the problem. Um, well, listen here. I can say actually. So what I object to about the stalker thing, I don't. So they backpedaled on it, right? Like yeah. The, the second article there was they removed it. Apparently there was a huge fan backlash. Yeah, um, which I don't get. I mean, the, so the the stalker guys immediately got a really strong backlash against this, mm -hmm. and then you know we see this article two days later. Stalker two developers announced they will no longer use NFTs. I'll read a quick quote. Message on Stalker's Twitter page. Dear stalkers, we hear you. Uh, based on the feedback we received, we've made a decision to cancel anything NFT-related for Stalker 2. 
the interests of our fans and players are the top priority for the team. We're making this game for you to enjoy, whatever the cost is. You care, we care too. With love, GSC Game World. I mean, I appreciate the fact that they're 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 doing what people want. I don't know. What do you? How do you? Uh, uh, do you I think? don't know. I um, I don't trust any of it. Um, well, let me tell you the thing that I actually don't like about this. The tangible thing I don't like about this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the tangible thing is that I don't think it's cool. I do think it's cool to sell uh, NFT stuff in some senses. Um, I actually, I mostly agree with the, with the reasons why you think it's cool. I just wish the NFTs were a little bit more stuff like stuff like what I was actually buying as my cosmetics in uh, Destiny, for example, and Aliens Fire Team, where it's strictly it's strictly additive. It's things that if you were to remove them would uh, make no impact on, oh, the, on the original game. Absolutely. My problem with this thing, while it is extremely cool, I don't want like Jim Bob Tall Stud 69, that was for you, Mike, uh, in my stalker game, right? I don't want like, you know, Johnny Dinklebottom. Oh, no, no, no. Because they're that's, not going to give their name. They're not going to go with the game. They actually said they might. Okay, because I mean, Conan it's, does it's it. It's unclear. Conan has been right? doing this for ages. They did a thing where they added a they had like a social club or some shit. Yeah. And every month they added a new <clears throat> uh if you won some shit in this social club or whatever, they actually named a, a thrall boss sure, after you. Right? Sure. But it wasn't like Chicken Fucker 69 or something. It was like your actual name. Fair enough, but also that's Conan, and in fairness, Conan is a very different type of game. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I, like Stalker is a very OG style, <laughs> like story-based, narrative-driven, mm-hmm. almost single-player game, right? Like it turns out, I didn't know this, but it's going to have multiplayer elements, which is crazy exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what that is, but still, it is mostly it is like a narrative-focused game, kind of like Fallout Three. But an NPC could be a bad guy. It doesn't matter. Sure, but like I want. What the developers thought was the right names for NPCs. Do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. I don't want some random guy. I want what the folks at in Ukraine at GC Game World what they envisioned to be in their game. I get you. I don't want influence from. I want the story. You don't want and, some fat Asian woman being the boss that you're talking to or whatever. Exactly. I, I yeah. And I have no suspicions that uh, of course these guys aren't going to do anything that silly. They well, mean, they'd, be, they'd be idiots too. Well, what if a uh, overweight Asian woman put up the money for it? You couldn't not choose. What is? It? What are you racist? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not letting anyone be called Tits McGee in my game <laughs> just because that's their gamer tag and they love it, right? That's the, that's no, not but what again, I. There's there's bound to be things that you. I'm sure that wouldn't be the case. No, but you see where sto- I'm coming from here, though. I totally do. Right? Like I want the lore of Stalker. I hear right? you. Right? I want the world of Stalker. I don't want anyone's external influence on that other than the developers. I hear you. I don't care if you want to sell cosmetics for use within Stalker mm-hmm. or an optional NPC that only teleports in once you've purchased it. I mean, that's I don't care. Again, right? though, like, um, but you I, see the concern. I, I understand what you're saying, yeah. but I don't see a problem and I don't see why you couldn't throw in a new type of bad guy in certain instances that is the, the NPC or whatever. Some uh, in yeah. uh, division you have agents, these whatever super elite bad guys that just like pop up, and mm-hmm. fuck you up. Um, again, if that Divisions was the case, open world MMO. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, if that was the case, like again, you could do it. You could bring in other people's names, yeah. and that could just be one of the agents, um, one of the bad guys. Sure. The, yeah. Stalker could do the exact same thing. But still, that kind of thing is a slippery slope. I just would rather it's stuff like. 
you know, your gun can look like this other kind of gun because you bought an NFT. Okay. Yeah. Like because just because then there's an original vision of that gun mm. which is in the game. And then there's optional side stuff that can go over it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The whole the whole journey of Stalker for me has been I want the Stalker the, uh, yeah, the, lore the yeah. by the people. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's like it's it's a super narrative driven game. It's a super unique world. I mean, it's it's based on a, on a like a, a kind of a world famous Russian movie, mm. right? Like this is not a joke. Like the, the IP is not is not like a joke. You mm. know what I mean? Like it's super serious stuff, and I want that. Yeah. I don't yeah. want some Jim Bob again. I'm sure. Four, I'm fairly certain that you could work it in pretty seamlessly. I think you could. I just when I, I read this initially, to. exactly. But I'm I'm fairly certain it could be done. Because the problem is also like once you start dangling dangling like uh, infinite pots of money in front of people, they do they start to do weird shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with NFTs is that it's it's a potentially infinite pot of money. But the thing is, this was not infinite because it was limited time prior to launch. No, but all of these the things. cost of the thing can be infinite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I that could be you. three billion. Yeah, we, no, no one's gonna know. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. Probably sure. not. But well, um, I mean, listen, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, news article number three. We could just talk really quick since we're on the topic. Was Peter Molyneux's new NFT game sells land plot for nearly nine hundred k? This shit is bonkers. Yeah, that's nice. So you know, talking about infinite piles of money. Here's where the infinite piles of money come in, right? Mm-hmm. So now this guy. I mean, Peter Molyneux is a huge name in, in game design, right? Uh, his new game Legacy is some sort of like business land development sim. Yeah. So you're actually buying land in the game to mm-hmm. do you the cost of en- the price of entry for this game is purchasing the pot the plot of land. Right. Which could be any amount of money. And th- the headline here is is telling us that one of them sold for basically $900,000. Mm-hmm. It is a slippery slope, no doubt. The NFTs are clear in this case, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's clear with what we get in this case. Yeah. Cuz yeah, you get yeah. the land itself and the whole thing is you can you can just sell that virtual land. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So again, it's just adding commodity where there was none. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's creating money out of nothing. I see that. I see potential for issues. I don't see it as a problem yet, personally. I'm I'm curious to see where it goes, but uh, I think making money. I mean, money doesn't have any value. Uh, we give it that. We decide to give this value. Moving on. Yep. Let's move on to number four. Yep. I'll get your thoughts on that. Number four, Ubisoft announces Quartz, a blockchain-powered NFT cosmetic system. Again, if you can sell it and make money, I don't see the difference between uh, between microtransactions and this. I don't see it being worse for the consumer than microtransactions, basically. Is Maybe what you're right. Well, what I'm having trouble envisioning with this whole thing is also a little bit like, okay, so if all the companies are doing this, then there's something in it for them, right? And in all the cases, I'm trying to see what's in it for them. Mm-hmm. Now, in the stalker case, it's simple. It's money. It's yeah. money off the bat. That's it. In the uh, legacy by Peter, Peter Molyneux, it's simple. It's money. That's it. Like people are buying it from the developers, mm-hmm. right? Then this Ubisoft Quartz thing is where it becomes a little bit grayer, right? Because so now Ubisoft announces Quartz, which is a lot of this stuff is I find it extremely silly and annoying in a very classically Ubisoft fashion. Like for example, why do they need a name for their NFT selling system? Why why is it not just they're selling Ghost Recon NFTs? Like, did they really need their own system's name? I find Ubisoft has been overly... They've always been overly complicated. Uh, yeah, they, Ubisoft Connect. They, dude, they like, get always... The fuck out of here. They, I couldn't figure out how to turn off an Assassin's Creed game for the longest time. The exit part, I just yeah. couldn't. Like, I, I felt retarded, but... Like, this yeah. was a decade ago, but I mean, I remember specifically many of their games just... Yeah. Struggling with the interface. So, not only is it called Quartz, right? Uh, but it's also... Yeah, the NFT items that Quartz will be selling are called digits. 
Hmm. So they they have two new names for these already existing like industry standard. You know, it's just like guys, like you don't have to be different, right? But that aside, mm-hmm. so what Ubisoft is doing in this case is now they're selling this new system, this quartz system with the digits. Um, another theoretical use of of the whole NFT thing is that like yeah, maybe they can go between products, right? Like maybe if it's a gun skin in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, it can break it can, division. Yeah, or it can become a gun skin in what's that uh, new extraction aliens game they're making? Oh, Rainbow Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Six extraction? extraction. I think so. Thank you. Yeah, maybe it could be transferred to that. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that could be a potential implementation. Right. What they're doing for Recon is three items. They're releasing these for free. So I presume at some point in time that if they're going to sell these in-game cosmetics as NFTs, then it'll be something like they must make a cut off every transaction. Mm. Otherwise, why would they do it, right? Otherwise, they'd literally be just giving away money to the players. And I don't, I don't see why they'd ever do that. Well, the fact that... How many hours did it take in Ghost Recon to, buy, to make that helmet that you yeah, could then sell the, the, the helmet is 600 hours. 600 hours. They're okay, giving so, it to people who play 600 hours. So, of the... what they're doing is... Well, here's what yeah. they're making off of the game. More addiction for you. Now you yeah. have more incentive to play their game non-fucking-stop. And Maybe it is just that. Uh, and, well, you can make some money off of this now. If you put in that six hundred dollars, you could make however much. I remember Diablo three. A guy I used to work with talked about this sword he he sold playing Diablo three, and I was like, "Shit, what are you doing at work? Why don't you just play Diablo and sell some swords?" He's like, "Cause I spent eighty hours farming to get it." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "How much do you sell it for?" It's like uh, seventy five dollars or something. I yeah. was like. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, so you were working for pennies, um, that's, yeah, and if that's, I can see it being used by the companies to pull people in, Right. and this is, again, that, like, it's, it's like, yeah, I got something for you here, but in reality, it's like, they're, they're pulling you in to a trap, you know, and the trap is just to keep you going. That's the way I feel, anyways. I don't well, what really I imagine it will be is like so they're giving these for free to be um, nice at the launch of a new system, mm-hmm. kind of like grand opening day of Quartz, right? Um, and I think that's the reason, right, that, mm-hmm. they're, that they're free. But what this would, in theory, be is like the same thing in Destiny, where it's like you know I pay I pay fourteen dollars for my Pumpkin King helmet, right? Uh, but since it's an NFT, I pay that money to Bungie, but now I can sell it to other people, mm-hmm. right? So I'm imagining that's maybe... Like, maybe it's as non-nefarious as that's the idea. Right? Yeah. Is that It's exactly the same as it always was. You just buy cosmetics. Mm-hmm. You just own those cosmetics instead of that being a number on a server somewhere. That's what I was feeling. Well, if that's true, it's really cool. But again, if it's the energy cost and the environmental... Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a tough one, man. It's very I tough. don't know, man, yeah. So, yeah, Ubisoft is doing three items right now. They're all being offered for a limited time. They're going to be free. The first item is a wolf's skin for the M4A1 tactical rifle. Uh, then there's a helmet and there's a pair of pants. The helmet is the one that you need 600 hours of gameplay for. That's nuts. Uh, I think the pair of pants is 100 hours of gameplay. And the, the gun skin for the tack rifle is you just have to have gotten some particular class to level 5. Okay. Kind of thing. So they're just they're trying to reward the hardcores. Mm-hmm. They've said that too in, in the official statements. And that's right? amazing. It's interesting. I think that's yeah. super cool. It's really interesting. Like, again, it's not... It sucks to be, you know, playing hours for pennies, but pennies are better than nothing. <laughs> pennies are better than nothing. It's more like, I mean, the way, the proper way to look at it is, like, not that you're earning money while gaming. It's that if you log hundreds of hours into Destiny, you can actually... you'll get something at the mm-hmm. end. Even if it's, like, 
you know, um, 20 bucks, 100 bucks. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just the fact that it's something well, can be nice. There's all know? kinds of cell phone games that pay you out, pay out eh? Yeah, like pennies on true. the questions or that's whatever true. the fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no, no idea. Totally true. But people love that shit. People do love that shit. Anyways, moving on. Yep. Do you want to take a short break? Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that conversation about NFTs. I actually feel like I understand it a little bit more than I did before. And yep. I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking I was going to before coming down to record this episode. <laughs> I've been trying hard over the past like few weeks, and like every time an NFT article comes up, I try to get it. My, I mean, you pointed out too. You were you were saying that um, Congress has blocked some stuff. I do believe, yeah. About uh, trying to stop the sale of NFTs. I think so. Yeah. As in, wait, sorry. I think they're trying to stop. Yeah, NFTs. You from being able to yeah. sell your shit back. Stop them from being sold. It would be interesting to know... Well, that would be in, in line with Steam uh, disallowing them. Like, most companies have made... Like, besides the ones that are all in, it's mostly just people being like, we don't want them on our platform. Kind of mm-hmm. And yeah, I still don't really get the whole thing there. Like, why they're doing that. So I think we just need to see how that shakes out. Mm-hmm. Part of me suspects that, you know, it's possible NFTs is just going to be one of those things that blows over in a few years. Yeah. I kind of don't think so. But uh, I don't think me, so. I think it's growing. I think it's blowing up. Yeah, this Peter Molyneux of the land plot thing in, in Legacy. Legacy is the actual game. I don't know if we said the game, the game's title, but um, yeah, it's his new Legacy game. The fifty-three million in revenue made. I mean, how can any company, if they see, I mean, everyone is looking at the fact that Peter Molyneux just made fifty-three million on his game. That's so fucking it, mental. Yeah. How how could you not want to have that? Right? Like everybody is going to be. I mean, no wonder Stalker Two guys, who I think are a very reputable developer otherwise, are trying to put NFTs in when they see shit like this happening. It's like, it's like walking away from money. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, this uh, this Forbes article that just uh, popped up. Congress has introduced eighteen bills on uh, crypto and blockchain in twenty twenty one. Wow. Um. So it's a new thing that they're just like trying to get ahead of I think yeah. uh, or just trying to get a grasp on yeah and same uh, same as us I guess yeah probably yeah um, but all in all I just we'll know more as time goes you know yeah no totally um, so yeah hope you enjoyed the conversation uh, we're for sure going to come back to this at some point in time uh, in the interest of brevity uh, we've been going on for kind of a long time we're just going to tackle one one other news item and we're going to call it Call it a year, I guess. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't let the episode go without talking about the most exciting Diablo two news. I guess there's really this is actually the only Diablo two news. Yeah. that's come out since the game released, uh, since Resurrected two released. Um, yeah, so here I got this off IGN. Um, article headline is Diablo two set to receive its first balance patch and content update in twelve years. Now that it's been resurrected, it's time to reinvigorate it. <laughs> uh, and IGN is getting this straight straight from the source. Uh, this is off Activision Blizzard's website, uh, Diablo 2 development blog, Diablo 2 Resurrected Patch 2.4 Highlights, coming soon. Uh, I've sifted through both of these articles. So, I mean, this is crazy, um, because I actually, tr- I truly didn't believe this was going to happen. Um, I thought that, I thought that, I mean, they had, I'm actually, I'm a little... I'm kind of a little disappointed because they had made such a hard stance of being like, we are not changing anything about the way Diablo 2 was working, Mm. right? And I kind of, the fact that they're backpedaling now, like, it's in the interests of something good, but I'm pretty pretty skeptical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I really liked the hard stance they were taking to like, we know the game's fucked. Because it's to the point where, you know, the current version of Diablo 2 that we were playing, like, it has, it has, um, what would you call it? Like, it's got a facelift. It is a, a remake, 
Is that the right word? No, it's a remaster, excuse me. It has been remastered, but basically everything other than like two quality of life improvements, pretty much, is exactly the same as it was 20 years ago, uh, in including, up to and including skills in the game <laughs> apologies if you can hear the cat including skills in the game that are actually broken right like there exist skills in Diablo 2 now that you're playing that do not work yeah like straight up don't work and the only reason why they kept that was because they were like we thought about changing it we just want to keep it the exact same experience that's dumb that's it I don't agree um, I don't agree if but it doesn't work then it shouldn't be there I mean that's that's a whole other argument right no but well I, I mean I can, if, if I can see that if you have something that straight up just doesn't work and you're continuing it, I don't know, out of homage to the old, I think that's fucking retarded. Um, I don't know. Yeah. If it doesn't work. If it doesn't work, great, okay. But if it actually doesn't work, I have to say, I don't see why it's there. I think there's one ability in the game that is actually broken. Okay. One. Okay. I mean, it's not like it's a lot, but... But if it's intentional is what I'm saying the problem is. No, it's not intentional. Okay. So yeah. that I think they it should It was fix. a bug. Yeah. yeah, maybe they should. Um, but listen, they're, they're, they're clearly going to, mm-hmm. right? Um, so yeah, this is the first balance patch that has happened since... 13 um, years, is it now? 2010. Yeah. yeah. So I guess 11 years. Yeah. The game so. was released 21 years ago. The last balance patch was 2010. Hmm. Uh, March 13th, 2010. And yeah, I mean, they're going to do a balance patch. They're retweaking the game. I'm a little apprehensive, but I also am pretty willing to give them the benefit of the doubt because they really did turn Diablo 3 completely around. Mm. Like, that game was a fucking mess when it launched, and it became what I sincerely believe is one of the best action RPGs you Mm. could ever play. Um, And they did that through constant balance and tweaking through a course of, like, I don't know, it was probably upwards of 10 years. I, I can't really remember now, but um, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the final state that game ended up in was really, really spectacular. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they tweaked it to the point that like every set item was like viable. You know, like, yeah, some sets were still like better, slightly better course, than others, yeah. but none of them like totally sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, that's the kind of stuff that Diablo 2 suffers from, right? Is that like some sets are amazing, some set items are kind of garbage. Uh, that's one of the things they said they were tweaking was the set items that were garbage. They also said at the beginning of this update that what they're going for here is they're not nerfing anything. They're just bringing up the things that were not viable and trying to make them, like, even if they're not, like, hardcore end game, mm-hmm. like, make it so that people can run them. Right, right. Which is really interesting. Makes sense. Uh, like, they, they, they call out um, double axe throwing barbarians. Um, they're also looking at, look at, they're looking at uh, tweaking leap. Or, or the the leap attack for barbarians. I can't mm-hmm. remember what it's called. Yeah, leap. Yeah, leap, I think. But there's two of them. There's like the one that stuns and the one that does damage. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I think they're both leap. They might be. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, that's getting tweaked. There's some Amazon skills that like don't work properly. They're going to tweak. Uh, a lot of the druids' elemental skills are a bit lackluster. They're going to try to bring those up. So, I don't know. I mean, I think this is cool because with the amount that I'm into Diablo 2... I'm kind of actually I'm kind of happy to see them fuck with it. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. gonna give me something to just like pay attention to. More do, yeah, more yeah, and do. like something to be like, oh, they uh, suddenly brought up Bone Spear for necromancers. Maybe I'll leap onto my necromancer for a while and like test that out and see how it's going. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of like Destiny, it can give you reasons to return to old things that you've sort of given up on. Absolutely, that's cool. And I guess the only real concern I have is. Destiny is also in a constant feedback loop of being changed. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I just don't want it to become like a constant yeah. loop of them 
fucking with it. Shit, we brought this up too far, and now we got to bring this yeah, down. Exactly. Now we gotta so bring you this spend up. all this time on a build, and then the next thing you know, it's no longer valid, Ex- viable. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I'm with you. But at the same time, you know, the history with Diablo 3 really is, I should probably give them the benefit of the doubt here, because yeah. they did 100% fix that game. Mm-hmm. Everything that was broken about it, they yeah. fixed everything. You well. know? And they turned what was like a pretty kind of mediocre, a little bit scummy in some ways project pr- product to begin with into a really spectacular, um, hmm. something you can like feel good spending your money on. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's it, you, it's really worth supporting them. You know, they treat their employees so well and all. It's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's not go down, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> let's not go down no. that road. Uh, that's not going to take us anywhere good, D. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, so other than the slight apprehension, I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. because I've been playing a shit ton of the game and I see some of the things that they're that they're talking about, mm. right? Like I do see that certain builds are like certain things don't work, certain abilities are broken. I only know this because I do like form investigating, right? You know, like it doesn't like the nothing in the game tells you, mm-hmm. but like yeah, if you Google it around a bit, it's like yeah, people are talking all about how like this ability is broken, this one doesn't work properly. Um, That's basically what you need to do in games now, though. They don't tell you in the game. No, um, and, like you one hundred percent need YouTube and Reddit forums and whatever to find out anything really about it i mean like you can figure out some stuff but you're never going to make you're never going to make a make a meta build yeah. without actually looking into it um that's actually one of the things that i, I actually like love the most about video games though is well, that whole concept uh, well okay so skyrim i broke skyrim naturally um i didn't i don't even think i had the internet at the time honestly um and through alchemy crafting and potions uh no, alchemy, crafting, and enchanting. You could do an endless loop. Right. Um, where you're like one-shotting dragons and shit. I remember you telling me about and this. And like, it was a complete fluke that I stumbled on it. <laughs> and like, I just played the game so goddamn much that like, I completely broke it. Mm-hmm. And it, I gotta say, kind of ruined the game for me because like, what's the point? Um, yeah. But um, the only way I found it was because I must have put in... I don't even want to think about how much time I put into that game. Yeah. Um, to to do that with anything else these days, I can't imagine it. You know, like uh, it's just yeah. Go on YouTube. It'll tell you in five minutes. It's like yeah. Oh wow, really? I'll try that out. Well, one of the things I love the most about Diablo Two is how ancient and like obscure its interfaces mm. like the way that it, it it really embraces a much more well it, it embraces it because it actually is that old yeah but it has a much older style of you know the way they handled games and rpgs specifically rpgs kind of like like dark souls also uses this philosophy a bit just the idea that like we should treat the player like an educated thinking person mm. and let the player discover things for themselves yeah I always find that a much more rewarding method of game design. Absolutely. I hate it when they hold your hand. Yeah. Um, And Diablo 2 does that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Diablo 3 did not. Mm. Diablo 3 went out of its way to spell out as much stuff as possible. Mm. And it's just it's just a sign of of the times. Right. right? Like Diablo 3 was a lot later and that just wasn't it wasn't cool to do games the old way anymore. Right, 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 right. right. Um, and you can't blame them, you know. It's like they were going for mass market then. I get it, you know. Yeah. But that's why I've loved coming back to Diablo 2 so much. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm I'm cautiously very optimistic about this. Cool. So cool. I'm curious. I mean, I want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah. Get them down to do more when you're uh, next time. Listen, know? I can't wait to play, man. Did I did you did you see that uh, unraveler head I found for you? No. Oh, I I sent you a messenger uh, picture of a uh, I was like, I think I found this for you. I I think I saw it <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, I don't think I realized what 
It was? You said? It's your uh, zombie head. It's like the shields for necromancy. Yeah, but in the picture, I was I, I didn't. Oh, I, I was just, taking a picture of my switch. Yeah, it was I, really hard. I, to, I took a look at it, like I didn't blow it up or anything, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I didn't even notice the. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice the potions or the fact that it was Diablo. I was like, <laughs> other buddy had recently sent me some, like, probably around the same time, some like. Can division. you see it if you zoom in? Yeah, or I can not even. sort of see it, but um, <laughs> but right before a guy had sent me very similar screenshots of stats and stuff for division shit mm-hmm. um it was like so i don't know it was probably around the same time and i was just like ah oh, fucking more shit okay <laughs> no i hear you oh shit 17 percent faster hit recovery two to seven pound damage oh this is necro stuff yep that's your offhand uh oh nice oh plus 19 mana to yeah that was nice then plus 19 mana i was like mm, could be cool maybe yeah could yeah. be cool could be cool. might be an upgrade hey Nice. Anyways, uh, no, I, I would really love to play more with you. Yeah, we'll do you got to turn, you got to tear yourself off of uh, Division or, or Grand Theft Auto. Hey, uh, last the few times, th- last few times, I've just I've seen you been playing a long time, and I'm the, like, ah, he's he's too into it. The only time I play any game is when I'm playing with someone else. So the only reason I turn anything on is because I get an invite. I'm like, yeah, sure. So if you send an invite, I'll just join you, like 100. Yeah? percent okay. All right. If I'm not already on somebody else's shit, you know, like <laughs> yeah. if somebody sent me an invite and I'm playing with them, I feel a little weird being like, oh yeah. Uh, no, of course. Of course. I, I, I mean, unless them. we actually made the only time it's acceptable is like when you actually you make plan. plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then of course you're you're telling the person off the bat. You're like, by the way, I gotta. Do I gotta this go thing at nine. At, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like oh, I'm gonna go. Actually, I think I want to play with a real world friend. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's rough. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Uh, it's been a fun episode. Yeah, man. I think that's that's all we have for you. Yep. Um, I hope that everyone enjoyed that. And um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy can't holidays. Wait, can't wait to see you in, in 2022. 2022. Yeah. Do you have any closing comments, Teague? Father Christmas. We uh, we neglected to do our Papa Teague reads the hate mail. Oh shit! <laughs> did I show you the one I got earlier? You did. Yeah, it did. was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Uh, Potential segment coming in 2022. What the hell was it that he said? He called me. A, he called you a virgin. Yeah, no, but it was something else. Uh, something first. There was two words. Something something virgin. Yeah, mm. I can't remember. Yeah, pathetic virgin or something like that. I something don't know. like pathetic virgin. Mm. Yeah, it was hilarious. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Red Dead hate mail or yeah, GTA? it was totally Red Dead. Red Dead. I <laughs> hopped on for the first time. A buddy sent me an invite. I was like, so I jumped on. And that's when I actually realized, like, how far that, the, like, the difference between GTA and that, it's clear as fucking day after Mm. playing that, that GTA is a PS3 game. Right. It's just like, go back and play any PS3 game. It just feels wrong, right? When I I do see GTA, I mean, uh, Red Dead Online people, I I, I do feel like it looks like a current game. Oh, dude. It it doesn't look that ancient. Oh, but Red Dead's not old at all. Uh, No, no. But uh, but it's like top of the line in terms of graphics. Uh, I don't think there's much that did. Well, Ghost of Tsushima and the story of Red Dead, I think, were some of the most impressive graphics in video games in the past decade. I would agree with you. Yeah, um, yeah, Red Dead. And I'm sure really there's other stuff fantastic. that I'm not thinking of, but yeah. I just remember being, Last of Us was pretty nice. I don't know. Yeah, it was, yeah. but uh, but I just remember being really impressed with the graphics. So, but just the feel. It's more. It's not so much the look, but the feel of the controls and the smoothness and the shooting and the turning and the running, like everything. It's just PS3. There's like a delay whenever you press the buttons, right? In- input lag. Yeah, input yeah. lag. That's it. Totally. Um, totally. 
so it's just everything is a little clunkier and Red Dead was like holy fuck this is yeah I want more <laughs> I want more but uh but hey well potential new segment coming in 2022 Papa yeah. Teague reads the hate mail the hate we'll see. mail <laughs> yeah I'm gonna have to play some more though get a, get a bunch more you will yeah. what'll yes. be the next game that you get hate mail from well I got a lot on Conan um I got a huge amount on Red Dead I've gotten a decent amount on GTA I feel like if we ever end up playing sometime in the dark future the day before mm. that might be a game you get hate mail from I don't know uh, it depends because like too polite too it, polite a game I don't know. I, I think it, it's really going to depend. Like, uh, Rockstar's known for its toxic uh, communities. Um, <laughs> like, re- GTA is unbelievable. Like, it's unplayable, yeah. um, basically, for the great majority. Come, uh, come for the game, stay for the toxic community. Dude, it's wild. Um, so if the, only, the only reason I can play GTA is because I had a good crew of people that showed me this, what to do, and I was a bit of a troll in Red Dead. So I'm familiar with the Rockstar moves. And... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I, they carry over a little bit, uh, so it's uh, so I do get a little bit of trolling in that. Not tons, um, but it, it's not it's not close to a satisfying. Like, mm. there's just just killing another player in a video game is kind of boring in my mind. You want to tie them up and take their hat. <laughs> um, really, it's all about the degrading. It is. It absolutely <laughs> it really is. is. It absolutely is. Just shooting them is like, oh, whatever. Anybody can do that. But when you tie them up, take their hat, and run away, Jesus, it's, there's something like the internal giggling that goes <laughs> off. Um, it's just, it's good fun. That's all yep, I have to say. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, yeah. So we'll do it next time, for sure. All right. Sounds good. Well, until next time, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye for now.